kick ass, man. Larry, how you doing, man? Actually, I'm doing um, well, as can be expected under the circumstances, which are pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm writing. I'm doing a lot of writing now. So I've been locked in my apartment just writing uh, a lot. Awesome, man. Okay. So, so the way so I don't know what I don't know what too much is going on in the world. Actually, right at this no second. It's always changing so much. Well, Larry, the good news is the same thing as yesterday is, is happening. Okay, yeah, so, right. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's the same bullshit and other people are right. saying it now. It's yeah, different right. people are saying it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, someone just said it first. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah. Well, it's been going on for, I mean, ages. I don't think the bullshit changes. I really don't. I mean, I'm, I'm beginning to think that, that what, you know, whatever we, you know, what TV or something. I think, you know, some crow magnet man around the fire was just shouting at some shadows on a wall. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. So um the way we uh we go ahead and, and we set the show up here real quick, Larry. And um oh, okay. We'll we'll count in, we'll count in live. I'll give us a five count in. And we'll go ahead and start with the interview. And we just want to we want to give you free space to be able to promote if uh, anything that you have coming out. And okay. then uh, and then uh, we'll cover some background with you and everything for our listening audience. And then we'll cool. talk about whatever shows you're currently watching. Okay. Whatever you want to do, I have nothing. You know, no agenda. Outstanding, man. All right. So I'll go ahead and count us in here at three fifteen. So it's uh, five, four, three. I am not a spaceship. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of What's Your and Binge, a podcast brought to you by Joe and Chris. I'm Chris. That's Joe. I am Joe. I'm the, uh, the uh, John Oates to your Daryl Hall. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, so, <laughs> and today we have a special guest with us, uh, Larry Hankin. Larry Hankin has been involved in movies and television uh, since 1966. Most recently, wow. you might you might long actually time. know him. Yeah, long, long time. You might uh, most recently know him from the Netflix movie El Camino, uh, a Breaking Bad movie. And he also appeared regularly on uh, the series Breaking Bad. That's one of Joe and I's standing tens. Uh, we rate uh, shows on a scale of one to ten. And Breaking Bad is one of the seven tens that we have of all time. So, uh, Larry, you play a big part in that. We appreciate you being on the show, man. How you doing tonight, bro? Um, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm doing uh, doing fine. Yeah, I, hey, listen, I like Breaking Bad. I I'm I was a fan of I still am a fan of Breaking Bad. I mean, the fact that I got on it was like extra. <laughs> that had I thought, wow, man. I mean, yeah, you, you, it's rare that you get to be on a show you're a fan of. That that's truly weird. You know, yeah. I, other than that, it's a job. But no, that wasn't. Right. That was, you know, kind of weird. What? Um, I wanted to uh, cover that here in, in a little bit, but since uh, since okay. you're going ahead and, and jumping in there, man, hey, uh, I just wanted to know, like filming on the set the, a day of either the movie or the series itself, whenever you're meeting the main stars and the producers and the writers of the show and everything like what's a yeah. day in, in the shooting and in, in modern TV or not, you know, AMC movie land. What's that like? Wow. Um, 
Well, it it de- it depends. It's like kind of a weasel answer, but it <laughs> depends on um, you know. In the beginning, when I started and I didn't know my ass from my elbow, yeah, uh, you, you know, you're you're unknown and you're it's different because you start just when you start to bond with people it, it's over and then you you never see these people again right. a lot of them yeah so that that's kind of weird and then when you start getting into the habit of that okay i see how it's going it's just going to be weird or i don't know i don't know anybody or blah 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 and then you can't do much and you have to listen to everybody and then they get used to you and you, and you get a little higher archy kind of thing your part they it's just by your part not by you right. But, right. you know, if you're a principal or you're, you know, an extra or whatever, uh, th- then you start saying, oh, there's also a pecking order. I'm now like a, uh, a guest star, so I can do this, but I can't do that. But he can because he's a principal. You know, so gotcha. then that's weird. And then okay. you get to where, you know, you can say things and ask for things like, can I say this my way and not? how it's written. And one day the guy says, yeah. And you go, holy cow, that's amazing. Yeah. Because so up until you then, you couldn't. Pull. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and have a, have a pull on set. Like, whenever you're getting ready to shoot a scene, and obviously you're on location in a lot of different spots, uh, mostly there with the junkyard and everything, but you're dealing with um, – uh, dealing with makeup and, and dealing with reading before you actually shoot the scene and whenever the director is giving his interpretation of how the scene should go like what what would be some of your most favorite shoots from whenever you ran in the TV series itself okay well first of all I'd like to correct what you just said <laughs> please yeah <laughs> uh, because it doesn't work that way at all I okay mean, in other words, that's the model. What you laid out is the model. Right. That's how it should kind of go. But it never kind of goes that way. It kind of goes another way. Uh, for a whole bunch of reasons that are unimaginable. Uh, because making a movie is really problem solving. Because okay. everything else is on pages and in rooms. And all of a sudden you get in the reality of the of, of reality and it, it ain't like that you know Love the it. temperature is different yeah uh the, the 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 land is tilted a different way i don't know you know um different variables not, there's so many variables that could go wrong like for yeah. instance um i'll give you a example of just out of the you know way you can capture a kind of lightning in a bottle on um what was it? Uh, Home Alone. Okay, on Home Alone, I was the cop, you know? And right. anybody, if anybody remembers, it's the donut. It's a piece <laughs> falling off the donut. That's yeah, it. Right. I was yeah. just, I was an extra in that scene. I, you know, uh, uh, the, everybody knows about that. Okay, so how did that happen? And, and uh, okay, so I, I was shooting that scene and they asked me for a lot of different reasons, but um, who's, who's building something? Is somebody building something? No, no Joe has a, a little thing going off in the background. It's okay. It, yeah. stop um, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So <laughs> Sorry I was, about that. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, you know. <laughs> it, it did sound like I was building some something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm multitasking, yes, while we're, while we're... Cool, <laughs> Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's also a DIY <laughs> show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... So uh, I uh, all the, the I, I was invited to do that because I was up for a, a really uh, it was a payback it was just a payback that part was like hey Larry would you do this please it's a favor we owe you blah 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 we'll do this and you can have anything you want what do you want so I said okay let me just be eating a donut that's all I said every innocent thing and that's all I said and and then. I only had three lines, I believe. It was just a favor all around. And I was going to get a lot of money just to do the favor because they owed it to me. So it was great. Everything was fine. I didn't care. So three lines, easy peasy. Give me a donut. I want to be eating a donut during the scene. That was all. Because cop, you know, uniform. Okay. Yeah, cool. that's so awesome, they, man. When I, well, no, but when I showed up, several things, it's reality now. In reality, what they did was because they owed me and it was payback and they were trying to be really nice. I mean, sometimes people do that. It's weird, but sometimes they do that. They had a baker's donut uh, on wheels donut tray where they have at least 100 donuts on this rolling tray that they roll in. Have, you've seen them in bakery shops. They like yeah, rolling yeah, around yeah, yeah. at least 100, at least 100. Glazed donuts. I asked for a glazed a glazed donut. So they had a hundred glazed donuts on the set in this house and on this set. It was a set and they had movie lights there. So, you know, huge, big, huge hot lights. And for some reason, my three lines that I had to say had to be shot 11 times. 11 times because technical things are going wrong. It was just a slow dolly shot. It was falling off the dolly. Then a light exploded, one of those big ones. Then just something was going technically wrong. They kept on saying, no, Larry, it's not you. It's not you. It's a camera. It's a thing. It's that. Okay. So I had to eat 11 donuts. <laughs> so you don't have IBS or anything. Donuts and I. In, you know, I eat several different, you know, sometimes I'll finish the whole thing on, I'm saying it's slow. Sometimes I'll right. just eat one bite. It's, it's 11, you know, but I'm doing, and they're glazed. Okay. And a thing, and it's hot and I'm wearing a uniform. <laughs> and finally on the, on the 11th, so I ate 10 donuts on the 11th shot and everybody's getting like weirded, weirded out because of thought there's a curse on this. See, you know, is it Larry? Is he an omen, a bad luck? What the hell's going on? And we've never had these kind of problems, Larry. And so, so I'm eating the donut like I've, you know, and then, and then the guy says, the, the, the director, Chris Columbus, he says, cut. And then everybody on the set broke down laughing like they were holding in a laugh so they wouldn't ruin the shot. And then everybody was laughing. And I said, okay, okay. What did I do that was stupid that you guys are laughing at? Because generally that's what happens. You know, is there something stupid <laughs> in the scene? They finish it and everybody falls down. So I said, all right, what did I do? What, you know, what happened? He said, no, no, I'm going to show you this. So he takes me over because, you know, it's all on video. So he takes me over to television uh, city there. 
village, television, TV village. And he plays the scene back. So I'm eating the donut. And all of a sudden, a piece of donut falls on the, on the, th- on the, on the phone. And I r- immediately go, oh, no, man, we got to shoot this again. All right, I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't see that. And he says, no, 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 no. This That's is perfect. going in the movie. That's perfect, yeah. yeah. Said, this is, I mean, he knew right away. I mean, he said, no. So, and so I wanted to find out, you know, it was great. It was, you know, it's, it's just a piece of magic that happens. You capture it on film. Terrific. But I wanted to see what exactly was different about that take. And when I went over to the donut tray with all those hundreds of donuts, I found out that... Um, the hot lights, the movie lights, had melted the glaze on the donuts. So it was like glue. So oh, if wow. there was any kind of crumbs, the glaze stuck. And I just happened one piece of there was pieces of donut were falling off all the time. They you just didn't see it. There were crumbs, you know. Oh. And that one thing. So that was just like a little trivia you guys know about the donut in the donut <laughs> scene in, in Home Alone. That I have that's to be awesome. Part of. I was I was actually I figured that you have been asked a million questions about Home Alone, so I wasn't even no, going to actually uh, step into it. How did that? Yeah. <laughs> did you rehearse that? Is that a trick donut? No. <laughs> a trick donut. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, uh, one quick thing here, and then uh, yeah. I know Joe has a couple questions too. So. Uh, obviously, you appeared in Pretty Woman. You were in Friends. You're in Mad About You, Mr. Belvedere. You're even in Fucking Alf. But you also Fuckin appeared. Alf? That's a new show. Fucking Alf. <laughs> it's, it, it's, then... the, it's the reboot. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. The reboot. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, obviously, Escape from Alcatraz. You're in Laverne yeah. and Shirley. A couple episodes yeah. there. Um, so, uh, but also in 1974, you were a lead actor and you played Svengali. Yeah. Lucifer's cor- woman. Porno film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sari Barberino. A terrible one, I must say. It was so soft core that it was sold three <laughs> times to three different owners who reshot pieces of it and changed the name two other times. That's how bad and softcore it was. Uh, Jane Brunel Cohen. Yes, uh, yes. Yes, she was your uh, leading lady in that, and uh, it was re-released. I got to say this. I got to say this before you go on any further. I was not her leading man. Right. Uh, She was my leading lady, but I was not her leading man. Yeah, you weren't weren't the lead. Wink, wink. No. See, See... I was Svengali. I was. This is the this is the, the trick of of the movie. This is what sold the movie. He's going to get me to play Svengali, and then I hypnotize women to go right. to this porno guy star, and he gets to pornoize <laughs> the ladies. While I just, you know, went about my scientific You're research. just fucking hanging out and just watching yeah. shit. That's so awesome. In the hallway. I was in the hallway. 
Because why wouldn't you be? I threw you, I threw you, can I just use the bathroom? Can I come in just for a second? I'll keep my eyes closed. You know, it was that kind of yeah. you know. Guys, I just yeah. ate all these donuts. I really got to use it. And yeah. uh, uh, Jane, Jane Brunel, I guess at the time she was only Jane Brunel, and later she became Cohen, right? Um, I have no idea whatever happened to her. She's a very nice lady, you know? I've yeah, she was nice only person. in that and uh, Dracula's very, Bride. Know. Uh, was the other movie that she was in following the? Uh, I didn't the follow her career movie. much, you know. Yeah. I, I wasn't. Well, she was a, only I, in the two movies. Yeah. Oh well, that was it. And then, <laughs> then I guess she got married and um, yeah, you know, went on with her life. So uh, I, I want to, you, know, you know, filming in a, in a movie like that. So that's like you know, like a B a B movie, probably you whoa, know, mid yeah. low budget. And Whoa, so, yeah. you know, what what's it like shooting in the mid in the early seventies a soft porn on location in fucking like South LA, man? What's that like? <laughs> when you're starving and living on a leaking boat, are you oh. kidding? <laughs> it's a gig, man. Right. What was the up. name of your boat? Uh, there was no name. There was nothing. It was sinking. <laughs> Um, no, it, it, was, it was, I tell you the truth, man. It was, I was living on a houseboat. You can call it that, but it was, it was, it was, you know More what it was? Studio really, apartment boat. Truly. <laughs> this was it. You know, in the old, in the old World War II newsreels, when you see the landing on Omaha Beach, the LSTs, those, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. guys, and the front goes down, and all of a sudden, machine guns just mow everybody down in the right. middle, you <laughs> right. know, six foot of water. Yeah. That's uh -huh. the boat I was living on. That That's boat, awesome. The, the, those boats, in other words, there was like a hundred of them. And some of them were salvageable. Some of them, you know, made it all the way through. So yeah, and I they were sold. And wow. I was living on one of those that had been refurbished, hollowed out, no painted shit. white, and you just move in with a mattress and you sleep on it. It was a hundred bucks a month out in the bay, in San Francisco. No shit, bay. that's awesome. And man. that's I, when I did that movie. You know, I said, "Hey, you want to be Svengali? You're the lead. You bet. You bet. <laughs> Make my hundred bucks." For my rent for a month i'm swimming that's um, what's up yeah. and so that's yeah and i thought well maybe you know something will happen i'll get lucky on this semi you know this point this soft core but it was yeah. so soft core because the guy who made it the director who wrote it who wanted to raise money so it could be a great <laughs> film director um right. really was embarrassed about being you know pornographic yeah, the subject so matter. Pull yeah. back on everything because he, he he thought this was a career breaker. He wanted it to make his career. He didn't want it to be buried like it was for being too moral. It was a moral pornographic movie. It had no <laughs> pornography in it at all. <laughs> so, uh, along with uh, soft porn and being yeah. in a few episodes of Star Trek uh, Next yeah. Generation and Voyager, you've also yeah. uh, done some writing with your. Uh, I believe the subject is Uncle Emmett and turning some of his stories into being Outlaw Emmett. Is what's going on? Oh, with that? Outlaw Emmett. Yeah, that went around the world. That was uh, three movies <laughs> that I made okay. myself. Uh, three film shorts. They're on. Gotcha. They're on YouTube. They're on. Uh, they're they're on YouTube. They're all over the place. Uh, they're on Vimeo. The best ones, I guess, are on Vimeo. They're on my site. 
I have a website that's going up. Hey, I'll give you a second. Now you're ripping. What are you, now he's ripping up sandpaper. Yes. It sounds yeah, like. Now he has. No, he has no, 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 I'm, <laughs> no I, I'm just. I'm just. Are you, I'm taking some Are notes. you replastering the studio? <laughs> are you putting in better sound? Hey man, my boat's sinking too. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> up. No, I I was just uh I was just going fumbling through my notes here, oh, just God, turning no, the no, page, it's, it's Facebook. Cool. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Sound effects, it's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the the appearances on Seinfeld and Married with Children and and yeah. Mad About You, you got a few episodes out of that, and uh, um, I want to make sure all of the uh, listeners out there they know uh, what your current projects are, and then I know Joe's got a few questions lined up for you as well. Okay, cool. It, is there something coming out new that we need to know about, Larry? Um, yeah, well, if you go to my website, here's the thing. It's called therealarryhankin.com. Right. And the, Larry and Hankin 2020, right? No, no, therealarryhankin.com. <laughs> because somebody uh, owns Larry Hankin, and they, they, they're trying to sell it to me, and I refuse no to shit. pay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they stole my name. I you saw know, that so I TheRealLarryHankin.com, and on there is several videos, like and my new stuff. I got a book out. It's called the Loophole Dossier. That's really cool. Okay. It's two ninety nine at the Amazon or anywhere you want to go, or go to my website. There's my paintings yeah. are on there. There's everything on there, and then my new stuff because it's in beta now. We're still building it, but there's going to be T-shirts and stuff. We're building it. It's going to be great. It's great now. It's going to be great. Er, so there. Great. That, that's the whole thing. That's. Okay. Whatever I'm going to be doing is going to be there soon. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, very cool. A current, uh, how would you, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Steve Joyner, I saw where he had yeah. Larry Hank in 2020, uh, oh, that, that presidential poster. That's what hits. I was talking about. <laughs> I got, that's I think funny. I got 95 hits. So I'm, sw- uh, you know, I'm building. Yeah, that's cool, I'm right? Building. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> grassroots. It's real grassroots. 95 is real grassroots. It's yeah, kind of um, some milkweed and dandelion roots, too. Yeah, but. definitely. Whatever you got, whatever you got 100 uh, follows or whatever, man, that's that's cool. You know, uh, those are the people yeah. who are going to build what's going yeah, on. You start, know, I'll get a taste yeah. from YouTube when I get a, that 100. They'll start uh, But I'll, I'll go ahead and leave it to Joe. He's got uh, a few okay, things. Okay, Joe. What's up? Yeah. Try to stump me, uh, Joe. Try to try to stump you. No, um, that's you do art too. What what? How would yeah, you describe I'm, I'm your actually, art? I, you know, that's how I started out. I'm a painter. I, I'm, I'm making prints. They're prints. They're real prints. I mean, they're museum yeah. quality. They're like uh, right. three or four hundred dollars. Uh, they're four by really? four. But then they're going to be put on T-shirts, and that's going to be you know just T-shirts. So that's coming up. We're working on that. that's in the works right now. Very cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So there's going to be like forty prints. Really, you know, very classy. They're really cool, man. Museum prints. Yeah, they're going to awesome. be up there forty, awesome. and then you can choose your. Well, we're only going to start with two because it's real expensive. But the t-shirts will be great. Um, yeah. yeah. So that that's the that art. That sounds part. very cool. I went to art sure. school and I went to design school, and then I just uh, didn't want to do that anymore because it was it got commercial. So I I wanted to just be a stand-up comedian. So that's what I did. So I I, I became a stand-up comedian. Um, much and I swabbed decks, I swabbed uh, duck boards in a bar instead of you know making a lot of money being a commercial yeah, yeah. Uh, designer. Yeah, so, so, but I preferred it. I mean, it was a choice, and I I, I chose it. I, I I never thought it was the bad choice. It was the right choice. 
No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you, you have 187 acting credits. Is yeah, that, yeah. is that accurate? Yeah. 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 What, um, <clears throat> no, I've seen, like I've seen home alone and I've seen, um, I know you were in a, a movie. What was it? Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. Was it, uh, Danny, Danny Glover's, um, film debut and Patrick McGowan. Was anyone else in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Danny Glover was in that movie. Uh, yeah, I, no. I'm, I have to go back and. Uh, yeah. No, are you, are you looking? Are, are you on Wikipedia now? No, no, no. I'm. Uh, I actually. Danny uh, Glover. My no. hard-hitting journalism. I've actually like looked at a couple sources. Because yeah. I would have um, sought him out because because you know I was I, I was hanging out with Don Siegel. That's that I I like the directors. I, I just they're so cool and so hip. The directors, just most was, of them, and the great ones are really incredibly. Just to hear what they have to say about things. They're so funny, really. I mean, they see yeah, things, I was gonna, they're great. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Siegel because, man, he's done some stuff. Oh, he's, man, uh, yeah. And he's great. He's, he is the coolest, uh, you know, one of the coolest people I've ever met and, and talked to. He just, we always, he was always putting me on. I, it was like kind of an endearing thing. He would never quite he would bend the truth he would uh, oh yeah it was great as well i don't know why you know why would you do why are you doing why did you put the camera here uh, larry i i just i don't know i think i'm losing it i think i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna he would say I, I think i'm gonna be fired for this i i'm pretty sure and then one day he confessed to me i don't know why he you know i didn't think i was that you know, I would just ask him a lot of questions. He would sometimes tell me the truth. But one day, because I was asking him, why are you doing this? And how could I? And and then sometimes I would argue with him if he'd say to me, you know, Larry, uh, this line here, just cut that. And I didn't want my lines cut. I, you know, I, I thought yeah. that was a sin. Yeah. But he had his reasons. And when he explained them to me, they were really good reasons. But he'd say, cut this. Uh, Oh, uh, <laughs> you've got several people now working for you now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's amazing. I, so, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. He, and he's got a real person in, factory you know, back in the heavy machinery yeah. too. That's right. not right. Right. <laughs> yeah. How did you get no. the heavy machinery through the studio door? That's what no. I yeah. like to know. Okay. So anyway, no, so I'm, Don Siegel said to me, he said. Larry, um, I, I think I think I'm not going to get fired anymore. And I thought he was putting me on, kind of, because he that was always his go-to answer. I don't know, Larry. I think I'm going to get fired because uh, he was busy. Now. He got, he's busy, or he, sometimes he'd say, you know, he's got this huge movie going, and then finally say, Larry, get out of the way, will you, please? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was some kid in front of his, you know, camera, and he was taking a picture. Right, of his right. Mother. Yeah. You know, Larry, would you get out of the way? <laughs> We're making a movie here. <laughs> he was saying. Danny, he came up Danny to me Glover said, was. Danny Glover okay. was listed as inmate number three. <laughs> Just so really? You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't believe I've that. seen that movie a few times and, no, and I don't remember I don't, seeing yeah, him, but, no, but it, it didn't fit with my uh, shtick of uh, asking about the anonymous Clint Eastwood. Who was, um, <laughs> was he in the movie? <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I was wondering. I, I mean, I, I, I know you were uh, 
I looked. I was looking Charlie, for him. I Charlie Bass, right? I heard that he, your... would, he was in, but I didn't. I didn't see him. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was. I'm kind of naive, and and also I right. had a blindfold on, so I don't know. Um, no, he was really cool. I did something. Yeah. Don Don Siegel told me he wasn't going to get fired because everybody saw the rushes down in L.A. We were on. On you know in Alcatraz, we were actually on Alcatraz. Right. He said they saw the rushes on? and they okay. said, "Don't worry about the budget." He told me that. I don't know why he told me that, but he was admitting that to me. He said, "You know, I can do anything I want now, Larry. It's cool." Huh. I, I thought, well, how friendly is he? <laughs> how open? <Yeah. laughs> why are you telling right. me this is great? Uh, but but Clint Eastwood is really great because he can. They all put each other on because that's how they did it in the old movies. They they would you know yeah. they were doing so many. That they would put each other on. But Clint Eastwood, I, one time, he just got on my nerves. I mean, it was just really, uh, uh, he, um, he, I was, uh, every time done, the, the, he, Clint Eastwood didn't like to do a lot of takes. He wanted to do one take and move on. He wanted to know why we're doing another take every time. Really? So, so, yeah. So Don Siegel would come up to him and all my scenes were with him. So I was standing right next to him all the time. So Don Siegel right, would yeah. come up to him and they would, they would like be like, like I wasn't there. Like they would never look at me, talk to me, ask me anything. How are you? How you doing? What's it up? Well, you know, what's your name? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Do you need a donut? Yeah. None of that. <laughs> but they would just say like, Don would come up to him and he'd go, Clint, how is that for you? And Clint would say, that was fine. Let's move on. And Don would say, okay, we're moving on. And then every once in a while, Don would come up to him and say, um, how is that for you? And Clint would say, it's fine. And Don would say, well, we'd like to do it again because of the camera jiggled or something wasn't right. Or we'd like to do it, you know, and then Clint would say, okay, let's do it again. Fine. You know, but, but he really had to know and he didn't like to waste time. Yeah. Okay. So now um, one time, wait a minute. so one time Clint, <laughs> comes up i uh, comes up and and uh he comes up and clint and he says to clint he says how is that for you clint and clint said no that's fine let's move on and i just piped up after all this time i couldn't hold it in any longer and i said well i think uh i'd like to do it again because i could do it better and clint just yeah. looked at me and he said well i don't think i can and he walked away so he, really? so they, okay, all right, fine. And I was kind of insulted and everybody laughed. Okay. Ha ha. All right. So they broke it down and they were, so about three weeks later, the same ritual all the time. And three weeks later, Don comes up to Clint Eastwood. And I don't think even Clint Eastwood knew exactly what he was saying subconsciously. Because when Don came up to him and said, hey, Clint, how is that for you? Clint Eastwood said, I swear to God, he said, um, well, um, I, I could do it better. I'd like to do it again. And I said, well, I don't think I can. And I walked away. And everybody understood. <laughs> yeah, I did. I swear to God. I just walked away. And now, now, unfortunately, we were on the on C tier of Alcatraz. You know those tiers? There's no place to walk away to. If the camera is blocking, <laughs> yeah, if the camera is blocking one way, then I can either walk into a cell or I can try to get down to that door about a mile down the tier. 
you know. And I just kept on walking, man. And I thought, well, I'm fired. And there's silence back there. This crew and Clint Eastwood and Don, and there's silence. And the door is getting further and further away to me. And finally, <laughs> and finally, the silence. I said, just let me get to the door, and I'm fired, and I'm out of here, man. I can't take this. And finally, I hear Clint Eastwood say, "Hey, Larry, come on back. We got to finish the scene." Boom, man. He was laughing like hell. He thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. That's awesome. Cool, man. Yeah, that's that is, so yeah, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. But that were, is very but cool. The old guys and the great guys are all like that. Don Siegel is yeah. like that. The old timers the, or the, the big, big stars who don't have to worry anymore. They really right. don't like yeah. that, man. They, uh, yeah. They're cool. You know, it's great. So, yeah. Um, so, now being in all the stuff that you've that you've done, I mean, you've done all kinds of like, you know, guest appearances on all kinds of shows. Does that make it easier? Because easier for like, what? People can look people uh, to just kind of walk around anonymously. Oh, okay. um, you know, people see your face. They're like, hey, maybe I know that guy from somewhere. But you know, they don't look at you and say, "There, hey, there's Ashton Kutcher." I mean, are you able to like walk around without having your hat all the way down over your nobody's ever over your said, eyes uh, in, in public or nobody's <laughs> there's ever Ashton Kutcher? Me for Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying, though. Are, are you able to move around pretty freely? Yeah. Um, uh, you or, can, you or, can in Hollywood. You can because yeah. in, in, in LA you can because they're just used to it. I mean, I'm talking about yeah people. I mean, they just we're all right. over the place. We're like bugs, you know. Well, you know, <laughs> we're like cockroaches. Oh, you're famous. Yeah. Oh, big deal. Oh, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you get out outside, no, then there's just. But the thing is that I'm. I've always been shy, you know. But I've also had yeah. an attitude. So that kind of is is kind of a weird combination because people get po'd at my attitude, but they kind of you know, uh, kind of. Are, are deferential to me because I'm shy. So yeah. I don't know whether am I famous? Am I shy? Am I? Uh, I I, yeah. I don't know how to deal with. Uh, I don't Living? have very good social moxie or, or grace. Or I don't. I got gotcha. you. Know? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's tough. Does it's tough. does living in L.A. right now with the legalization of of weed and everything does that make it better? Especially considering that you have done entire uh, shows on YouTube about getting high. Uh, but uh, do you find that it's easier now, you know, as far as like what any shows anxiety? are you referring to uh, on? Um, let's see here. What, which one is it? Because that's interesting. I'd like to see that. Uh, Wally got wasted. <laughs> oh, Wally got wasted. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I've also done experimental stuff with uh, psychologists with marijuana, though, which they film, but it's in a hospital. Uh, uh, right. In a hospital. Quarter. Hospital in a, in a, setting in a research in a reason it's in a research development. What setting. got you I mean, in, a, What got you into doing that? Whenever, whenever you whenever when I was in the committee, off. I was you know I was a stand up comedian. I was doing sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and 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 um, uh, and I was in the committee, and we were doing sex, drugs, and rock and roll, you know, and and, the, and Second City and stuff. So uh, we were playing. Uh, I played a. Um, I did as my stand-up and while I was also in uh, the committee, which is like Second City Improv right. Group. Uh, so for the doctors during their lunch at Langley Porter, which is an insane asylum. So I did a, a stand-up for them, for the doctors during their lunch hour, or they could 
eat, but they came to see my show, and that was really neat. And one of the doctors was doing research on at that time in the '60s on marijuana, and he saw that you know he came after the show. He said, y y "Obviously, you smoke marijuana. Your humor is all about marijuana." And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, we're doing some experiments. We're looking for." you know, people who wouldn't be afraid to be on camera for medical purposes, you know, ex experimental to smoke marijuana and, you know, let us talk to you and see what, what it is. And I said, fine. So I did that and they filmed me and it was kind of cool. And then I lectured Langley Porter's doctors about the experiments and talking to me and, and huh. that, that, that I did with the, this one particular doctor and I lectured. He came to me, the doctor who volunteered and came to my show and started the whole thing. He said, listen, That's I have awesome. to talk, you know, at this lecture to these doctors about the experiments that we did with you. Right. But instead of me talking, I would rather you talk. Because he said, you're an actor. You've been on stage. You're funny. I think you know what the hell we were doing. We told you everything. Why don't you give the lecture from your point of view? I think that would be very good for the doctors. So I did. And it went over very well for the doctors because it was, you know, informative and, you know, kind of entertaining. But I saw three people in the back up in the tiers in this medical, you know, like, like you know, you've seen paintings, this medical thing uh, right. they, that were in suits. And I didn't like them. I, I saw them up there and they weren't having fun. And I later found out uh, after that lecture that the doctors, um, uh, uh, research grant was pulled because of my lecture because those three guys were from the parole board and he really? did, they didn't like what I was saying about marijuana legally wise. And this is in the 60s. And so they got the state of California to pull the, guy, the doctor's grants and they stopped the marijuana uh, research at Langley Porter for a couple of years because oh. of that. So yeah, that's how I got into it. <laughs> okay. No, uh that's that's all I had was was just those couple of uh Okay. couple right. of things. Yeah, so uh uh Larry uh yeah. just to jump into our end of the interview here. Yeah. Obviously, we talked to everybody about what they're currently binge watching. And yeah. I know that uh whenever we talked before, you don't have a show that you're like yeah, really Well, I have uh, a good one though. I have a good one that I I okay. well, I once was a Dead ahead, died in the world, stone cold uh, uh, binge watcher. Uh, well, okay. but no, the, in those days it wasn't binge watching. But there was one thing I would never, ever miss. I don't know if you guys even know about it. It's called Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Ever heard of the that? The Mary Hartman show? show? Mary Hartman, Mary. No, not the Mary Hartman show. That's different. That's totally okay. different. She was a band leader. Mary Hartman was a band leader. The Mary okay. Hartman, hmm. Mary Hartman show was a comedy show um, uh, that was really funny. And it was done by a lot of people who later became re really funny and famous. But then it was just a, a cable show late at night or something. But I would leave parties to go see it. It was so satirical and funny and, and underground. I mean, you know, it was like Ernie Kovacs. It was like just for a special few uh, who were dead ahead, de were deadheads about them. So that was the only thing. But I, I and now I, I started to get into uh, Breaking Bad. I was uh, binge watching for a while. And then I just, you know, had to go work and 
you know, right. sometimes you can't watch TV for months at a time. So I got out of the habit. Yeah, but definitely. Do you, uh, do you watch a lot of the stuff you're in? or um, Always. Uh, or do you, you do? Okay. Uh, always. Because I know, I know with me, sometimes we'll do a, a segment or whatever, and I'll just be like, okay, I'm done. And I really don't go back and listen to it. I don't like the way my voice sounds, first of all. Well, I um, try to uh, – me, me so, neither. I don't like what I do, but I, but I try to uh, yeah. learn. I, I try to learn and see, what, you know, what – what don't I like and why don't I like it? Because sometimes I don't like it. And then I'll go back about three months later. And I think it's the you know, greatest thing since, yeah. you know, <laughs> soup. <laughs> since, since Bengali. <laughs> since Bengali. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, it changes, you know, sometimes, you know, hey, yeah, it ain't sure. broke, don't fix it, you know? So I got you. I got you. Uh, but I know I, I try to because, you know, I make my own film short, so I'm editing myself all the time. And I really do learn um, n not so much what I did that was bad. I, I, I don't know right. if I love, but it's what I did that was new or experimental. That, that gets me. Like I'll try something that I never did before just to see how it looks on film as opposed to, you know, Fields doing it. And, right. uh, and then I'll watch it and I'll go, oh man, that worked. That's cool. This is more. That's true. Holy cow. But, yeah. but that's something that I just tried and then, I, you know, I'll keep doing it. But if I saw something that I don't like, I, I don't make note of it or say, hey, how can I do that better? I think right. uh, normally, DNA-wise, I just forget it. In other words, it's just wiped away. I, I don't have to think yeah, about sure, forgetting sure. it. Sure, sure. It's yeah, just not there. Yeah, it's not there. So that's kind of – but it's a learning experience to see it and see what I did. Mm -hmm. I just mm – -hmm. uh, if I keep that mind frame – that uh, – what do you – what do you call – there's a name for it even. Uh, but, but keep it mindful. Yeah, it's a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, you just stay in that direction. So, and um, also honesty, you know. Being being an actor from the uh, '60s, I mean, you have credits going yeah. back to 1966, so '60s, yeah. '70s, '80s, '90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. Obviously, yeah. you really love today and tomorrow because we're here. But out of all of those decades, which one was your favorite, Larry? Wow, good, uh, good question. Well, you, you, you know, again, if I knew then what I knew now, you know, I uh, pick. You know, if I knew what I know now, back when I started, <laughs> that would be the best of all possible worlds. You know, taking right. it back to when I was ten, you know, <laughs> yeah, just, I would do. There's not one thing I would do the same. <laughs> I don't think there was. Not one thing. Although, hey, listen, I, I, you know, I've heard myself say that or to even discuss that thought. No, I've had a great life. I really like, you know, because I'm, I'm looking back now uh, because of these interviews. I'm thinking, oh, I did that and I did that. Yeah, they're all a trip, man. They're all different. I mean, I go into each one as not a continue, a continuum, but a new thing, not the same old, same old. And so, so you know, I'm just uh, I just what's the the best the best era the best I guess each one had its uh, shot, right? I don't know. You know, that's a that's that's hard because hard I question. never like yeah. Picasso. I I never did was in the same style you, because you know, yeah. this, you're at your sit you're at your beginning and and you're starting to find your groove. You have a couple spots, and then you're doing sitcoms and you're continuing. 
Uh, now, I guess uh, now, I, I got to yeah. say, okay, I, I decided, twenty to the 2020s, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I did okay. three film shows. I've been doing film shorts all my life and watching myself and blah, blah, blah. And I just did three film shorts in, in uh, 2019 in the last uh, th- four months. Uh, I just finished the last one last month. I did three, three film shorts. They're documentary-type monologues to the camera of a, of a homeless guy. Uh, his okay. name is uh, Barnum Barnum Justice. So it could be Emmett Demas. There's two homeless guys that I do as characters, my own, uh, like Chaplin. You know, they're just very anti 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 how things are. You know, uh, so anti establishment. They're anti establishment. Anti establishment. So so I just did three, and they're my best work yet of everything I've ever did. There, I've, I've, I've tried to, okay, what have I learned, Larry? I said to myself, you know, I did not, you know, it's 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Okay, now do three, that, that's your own. And let me see, Larry, what you've learned, you know. And that's what I've learned, those three. And if I could keep doing work as honest as that, of, the, of those three, there's just me, you know. Right. Uh, doing these three characters to the camera. Uh, the first one is called a question. Just a question. The second one is called the problem. And the third one is called the story of Slappy Wacko. And they're Slappy five Wacko. minutes, three minutes. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, they're two minutes, five minutes. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Oh, really? That's a great name. <laughs> So it's, 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 it's your story when you're it's your story when you're 75. That, one, yeah. that particular one. So those three. So which is my favorite era? The 2020s because I'm now starting to do my best work. So, yeah, you know, cool. with having some personal growth go on, and you're doing sa- something that sounds very Chaplin-esque. Um, having that kind of growth in your career, man, that's that's pretty awesome. That, that yeah. really is. And uh, uh, being able to establish something new for yourself, doing the shorts and doing, you know, things on YouTube and experimenting with the writing and your painting and everything. And you, the you've t-shirts. Se- yeah. Yeah. And, and the t-shirt. Going through the seven decades that you have yeah. gone through, you've seen things move from black and white in feature presentation to color, now high definition. And oh, you've, yeah. appeared, wow. you've appeared on screen with some of the biggest and hottest actors ever. You've been yeah. on there with Jennifer Aniston. You've been on there with Courtney Cox. Uh, yeah. You've been there with Tim Eastwood. And uh, it, and with more recent series, uh, with Breaking Bad and everything. That you, you just Brian had Cranston, a, sure. Yeah. Just an awesome career, man. And, and we appreciate you taking the time to be on oh, the show with you. Oh, thank you, man. That's well, awesome. Well, you know, uh, I, I appreciate it, too. I think I appreciate it as much as you guys do because that's that was the um, – that was the overture. <laughs> we really so do. I, I want to see that. I want to see the movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what's up. Yeah. But okay. uh, again, thank you uh, everybody for tuning in to another episode of what's your F and binge podcast brought to you by Joe and Chris and this week's special guest, Larry Hankin. Larry, we appreciate you being on board with us. Cool. Thank you. guys. It's been an absolute delight, man. You are a super, super funny guy, and you're super intelligent, man. I learned a lot from talking to you. Oh, okay. Same way with me, man. That's why I do these, man. Thank you. Outstanding, man. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget your squeegee.
<laughs> Bring a bucket. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, Larry. Thank you. All man. right, Larry. Take it easy, man. Hey, let me know. Uh, send me a link.